Hi, this is Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 47 of The Rare Jewel of Christian Contentment by Jeremiah Burroughs. Number four. What has just been said is especially true if I add that I walk by rule in the work that I am called to. I am called to such a business, but I must manage this work that I am called to by rule. I must walk by the word, order myself in this business according to God's mind as far as I am able. Now add this to the other, and then the quiet and peace of the soul may be made even perfect in a way. When I know that I have not put myself on the work, but God has called me to it, and I walk by the rule of the word in it, then whatever may come, God will take care of me there. It was a saying of a heathen, if you will subject all things to yourself, subject yourself to reason, and by that you will make all things to be under you. I may add a little more to it. If you will subject all things under you, subject yourself to God, and then the truth is, all things are under you. It has been, as many times we have hinted, the reason why many of our gentry have been so malignant among us is because they are willing to be slaves themselves under some above them at court so that they may keep their neighbors under, to be slaves to them. For, you know, any man before who was great at court could crush any countryman with whom he was angry. If there were an arbitrary government, then all those who would be willing to be vassals and slaves to the prince could make all others vassals and slaves under them. Now, be willing to be a vassal to God, to be absolutely under God's command. And then I say, all things in the world are under you. All things are yours, says the apostle. Life and death, everything is yours, and you are Christ's, and Christ is God's. All things in the world are serviceable to that man or woman who is serviceable to God. It is a mighty commendation of God's service. Be willing to be serviceable to God yourself, and God makes all things in the world your servants. For so they are. You will say, how are they my servants? I cannot command them. They are servants in this, that God orders them all to work for your good. There is nothing in the world but, says God, it shall work for your good and be serviceable to you if you will be serviceable to me. Who would not be now God's servant? Subject yourself to God and all things shall be subjected to you. So long as we keep Within our bounds, we are under protection. 
but if once we break our bounds, we must expect it to be with us as it is with the deer in the park. While the deer keep within the pale, no dogs come after them. They can feed quietly, but let the deer get outside the pale, and then every dog in the country will be hunting after them. So it is with men. Let men and women keep within the bounds of the command of God, of the rule that God has set them in his word. And then they are protected by God, and they may go about their business in peace and never be troubled for anything, but cast all their care upon God. God provides for them. But if they go beyond the pale, if they pass their bounds, then they may expect to meet with troubles and afflictions and discontent. And therefore, that is a fourth direction. Walk by rule. Number five, exercise much faith. That is the way for contentedness. After you have done with all the considerations that reason may suggest to you, if you find that those do not do it, oh, then call for the grace of faith. A man may go very far with the use of reason alone to help him to contentment. But when reason is at a non-plus, then set faith at work. It was a saying of the reverend divine Master Perkins, whom God made so useful in his time. The life of faith, he said, is a true life, indeed, the only life. Exercise faith, not only in the promise that all shall work together for good to them that fear God, but likewise exercise faith in God himself, as well as in his word in the attributes of God. It was a saying of Socrates, a heathen. Since God is so careful for you, what need you be careful for anything yourselves? It was a strange saying for a heathen. O Christian, if you have any faith in the time of extremity, think thus. This is the time that God calls for the exercise of faith. What can you do with your faith if you cannot quiet your heart in discontent? There was a saying of one Dionysius who had been a king and afterwards was brought to such a low condition as to get his living by being a schoolmaster. Someone comes and asks him, what have you got by your philosophy from Plato and others? What have I got, he says. I have got this that though my condition is changed from so high a condition to low, yet I can be content. So what do you get by being a believer, a Christian? What can you do by your faith? I can do this. I can in all states cast my care upon God, cast my burden upon God. I can commit my way to God in peace. Faith can do this. Therefore, When reason can go no higher, let faith get on the shoulders of reason and say, I see land, though reason cannot see it. I see good that will come out of all this evil. Exercise faith by often resigning yourself to God, 
by giving yourself up to God and his ways. The more you, in a believing way, surrender up yourself to God, the more quiet and peace you will have. Number six, labor to be spiritually minded. That is, be often in meditation of the things that are above. If we be risen with Christ, says the scriptures, let us seek the things that are above, where Christ is, that sits at the right hand of God. Be much in spiritual thoughts, in conversing with things above. Many Christians who have an interest in the things of heaven converse but very little with them. Their meditations are not much upon heavenly things. Some give this as the reason why Adam did not see his nakedness. They think that he had so much converse with God and with things above sense that he did not so much mind or think about what nakedness was. Whether that were so or not, I will not say, but this I say, and am certain of, the reason why we are so troubled with our nakedness, with any wants that we have, is because we converse so little with God, so little with spiritual things. Conversing with spiritual things would lift us above the things of the world. Those who are bitten or struck by a snake, it is because they tread on the ground. If they could be lifted up above the earth, they need never fear being stung by the snakes which are crawling underneath. So I may compare the sinful distemper of murmuring and the temptations and evils that come from that to snakes that crawl up and down below. But if we could get higher, we should not be stung by them. A heavenly conversation is the way to contentment. Number seven, do not promise yourselves too much beforehand. Do not reckon on two great things. It is good for us to take hold very low and not think to pitch too high. <coughs> do not soar too high in your thoughts beforehand to think, oh, if I had this and this, and imagine great matters to yourselves. But be as good Jacob. You know, he was a man who lived a very contented life in a mean condition. And he said, Lord, if I may but have clothes to put on and meat to eat. He looked no higher. He was content with that. So if we would not pitch our thoughts high and think that we might have what others have so much and so much, we would not be troubled so much when we meet with disappointments. So Paul says, if we have but meat and drink and clothing, let us be therewith content. He did not soar too high aloft. Those who look at high things in the world meet with disappointments, and so they come to be discontented. Be as high as you will in spiritual meditation. God gives liberty there to any one of you to be as high as you will above angels. But for your outward estate, God would not have you aim at high things. Seekest thou great things, said the Lord to Baruch. Seek them not. Jeremiah 45, 5. You shall have your life 
or a prey. In these times especially, it would be a very great evil for anyone to aim at great things. Seek them not. Be willing to take hold low and to creep low. And if God raises you, you will have cause to bless him. But if you should not be raised, there would not be much trouble. One who creeps low cannot fall far, but it is those who are on high whose fall bruises them most. That is a good rule. Do not promise yourselves great things, neither aim at any great things in the world. This concludes episode 47 of Jeremiah Burroughs, The Rare Jewel of Christian Contentment.